Welcome to the Best Friends Fancast and Allison Rosen. <laughs> I am your host, Lisa Lowry. And I am your host, Rafael Marquez. Castaneda, not of the Castaneda Mexican food uh, chain of restaurants, unfortunately. Oh, you don't have any uh, steak in that claim? Unfortunately, no. But I hope to have some steak in my belly uh, pretty soon here. <laughs> I... Uh... I'm glad I could start the show off with a hearty guffaw to really blast everybody's ears out. And thank you for the crinkles. That's I needed that. Shout out to the Girl Scouts oh. pimping little girls since 1921 or something. <laughs> uh, we are coming to you live from a parking lot, uh, the original Pancake House adjacent parking lot. In um, We're kind of in a crux here. I know we're in Whittier, but it's really like La Habra, La Puente... Uh, it's suburbia. It's it's shitty. Would you say, ish? It's shitty-ish, but the, there's not a lot of traffic, and uh, the streets aren't filled with holes, and I don't see a homeless person anywhere. So it's not too bad. Yeah, it's actually pretty clean for uh, an old, rundown-looking place. The guy that was parked next to us that just got out—did you see him? You see him now. I'm looking at him now, and <laughs> dear God. With his messenger bag. So he got out of the car, and he probably knows we were recording. We're so used to doing that, it just seems normal. But then he looked at my vanity plate, and then he looked at the car, and then, then he kept walking. And I'm like, what? what's he checking out? <laughs> is he wearing black socks with shorts? He sure is. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, I feel like we're in a safe neighborhood with that guy <laughs> wandering around. Uh, this week, we will talk about the Monday episode, Courtney Friel. Did I say that right? Friel. Friel. Freel, like real, like but it's with been, an F. Like it's been freel. Okay. Doesn't take it <laughs> that's, well, that's personal. That's For real? Keeping I'm it... <laughs> <laughs> such an asshole. <laughs> well, you know what? Good, smart things just happen to people. You see how it just happened to me? <laughs> okay. And the Thursday show, Sketchfest recap, Joe's Travels, Renee's Wilderness... Adventure. First, let's do some shout outs, little Rafi. By the way, I should mention we are waiting for our table at the original Pancake House. So we're waiting for a text to come in that our table is ready. So we're we're getting cracking on this show. And might I say, sober for the first time? Speak in, for yourself. Oh, what? Oh! <laughs> All right. Do you have any shout outs, uh, little Rafi? I do. Apparently, I don't know if this is for this episode, but we're going to talk about San mm. Francisco a bit. Mm-hmm. So Sorry. everyone who. I got to see that I don't normally see in San Francisco, so that would be Stacy. Love talking about Spain and sipping seltzer or cider or whatever we were sipping. Shout out to Luke. We were just chatting in general about stuff. I don't recall anything in specific. I don't recall much from this weekend, from that weekend, I should say. (laughs) Shout out to Z Mary Jane. You said her whole name on the past episode, but I was like, what if she's very secretive? So... You know who you are. That was oh, she said something that sent a chill down my spine. She said, "When you're talking into those microphones, I'm on the other end listening, or something like that. <laughs> like there are people listening, that and is frightening. people who I've never met 
but now that I've met her, I feel comfortable. But imagine how many others are listening to this goddamn nonsense. Uh, I was like, oh, we really need to end this show. <laughs> uh, shout out to Trice. Don't get to see him enough. Um, and thank you for taking a hefty book off of my shelf. I don't have a bookshelf, but you know what I mean. So I don't have to ever lug that thing around anymore. Shout out to um, Becky. We had a lovely chat about TSA pre-check and whatnot at, while I was waiting for her to get picked up by... Fuck, I'm horrible with names. Why? Paul and his wife. Shout out to Paul and his wife, Erin. Lovely meeting her. I was going to say meeting them. Uh, I already met Paul. And I did not get enough time with them, but, you know, that's what uh, the next sketch fest is for. And I hope I'm not forgetting anyone. Obviously, like you, Megan, whatever. Oh. <laughs> um, and Lisa, or Lisa, <laughs> and Allison and all the people associated with the show were great. So, yes, that's all. It's really bad when you're mixing me up with Allison at this point. Because I think there's, like, delusion is really setting in. <laughs> they all look alike to me. Oh, all of us Jewish women. <laughs> White women with black hair. <laughs> uh, my shout outs are to Brittany, also to Allison, to Paula. Uh, I will call myself out for, on a future episode. I called her Pamela while we were recording Rin Sketchfest. Um, not to her face, I, I hope. Also, shout out to Yami, to Tim, Tony, Superfan Megan, Trice, Becky, Lil Rafi, Paul, Aaron, Luke, Stacy, Sandra. I am going to say her name, but I didn't say her last name. If she doesn't want me to, um, let us know, Z-Marie Jane. <laughs> uh, Demian. Renee. Oh, yes, Demian, of course. Yeah, of course. And Renee and Tugboat and Lauren and Dr. Jen. Me and Demian chatted about, I, I was like dying to know his uh, Marine Corps marathon experience because I, I know people run marathons all the time. But like for me, and I, partly it's because my knee is a saltine cracker waiting to <laughs> just crumble at any moment. This is the only part of you that's cracker? <laughs> um, it's It's like a, it's, yeah. Okay. I guess. Um, and so I was dying to hear about his uh, experience doing the marathon because that's something I could never see myself doing. So that was fun. Yeah, I can't see myself doing that as well. And I don't I don't have the worst knees, but um, I'm not much into running. I, I think I wanted to be, but I don't think it's my thing. I like walking, drinking. <laughs> uh, okay, so I do have a couple of call outs. Um, I wanted to call ourselves out and I mm. meant to do that last couple of weeks, but... You know when you were moving here and I said, hey, I have this bright idea. Why don't we have a drunk show? <laughs> then we proceeded to have like four of them. <laughs> um, so while fun, I've, I, and I haven't heard any complaints, but our, our listeners are not big complainers, um, at least to our face. Um, and maybe they're not listening anymore, except for maybe just you, Uzi Mary Jane. Hi, I'm glad you're listening still. But, you know, there were some pretty shit showy uh quality uh that's not even a sentence but you know what i mean it was a little sucky for a little while there and i feel bad but it was fun too so do i feel bad i don't know i'm calling ourselves out okay i would listen back because i'm like i don't remember anything ever but i was like i don't remember what we talked about i'm gonna listen and then i i laugh a lot but yeah. at the same time, I'm like, oh, boy, maybe we could tone it down a little. Some of us more than others. Oh! And then, the one uh, sleeping or the one awake blabbing <laughs> into the microphone drunk? <laughs> Which one is worse? I think I think your soothing voice just put me to bed. Yeah. I know. Uh, when I start, And then I start whispering into the mic because I didn't want to wake you up. Like, that. that is podcast uh, professionality. Is that a word? 
Yeah. Okay. Um. So yeah, I mean, you know, yeah. I, th- I think if people are listening, they're amused in a way that is probably like laughing at. Yeah, probably. Yeah. But I, I also laughed back, but I don't know if it's just because I had fun <laughs> and I was remembering that I had fun. <laughs> um. But maybe it's just fun for us because we were drunk and listening back to it. You know, if you're listening to this show, you you get what you deserve. Okay. Oh. <laughs> You you uh, eat at the dollar buffet, mm, you know. Mm. Don't don't come crying to me when your toilet's backed up. That is okay. true. It's all you can eat shrimp cocktail in the middle of the desert. That's what we are. Exactly. Okay. Little gray, keep eating. Okay, that's on you. Um, I think my other not real call out, but um, I know there's going to be some fact checker out there that's going to be like. Um, they weren't taking PJs and PJs on The Real Housewives. That was Vanderpump Rules. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> All right. Anyway, I just had to um, clear that, clear the air on that one. Shall we um, check and see how our reservation's going, or should we move on? Should we start talking about Monday? Let's start talking about Monday. They her will text when we're <laughs> closer. By the way, the original Pancake House has Dutch babies, so we're going to have to partake. That reminds me of my favorite dead baby joke. Oh, my uh, God. Do you have that book with you, by the way? Uh, no. Okay, I don't remember that. Are they from Deutschland? <laughs> Different kind of baby. Lots oh. of those, too, though. Okay. Isn't Deutschland Germany? Yeah. I fucked up. <laughs> I meant shout Holland. To, God damn it. Shout out to Tim, uh, Tim and... And uh, to Luke. Du- Duke. Duke. <laughs> Luke. So there's something to be said about having a couple of drinks because we we do maybe speak a little bit better. <laughs> but yeah, by the way, I am actually sober right now, and yeah. I think I'm more confuzzled in my brain talk right now than when I have a few drinks. Because when I'm drinking, I'm like, oh, I have yeah. to things you like know. roll smoother. Yeah, it, we need to have like a better. <laughs> we need to lubricate the wheels. You know, yes. what what we need is a happy medium. What we've been doing is going overboard, mm. and. And like, okay, when we first, when GMO Patrol first started, I never drank at all the first however many years we did that. Never had a drink. <laughs> but I also didn't talk very much. Um, but then later on. Not buying it either. Okay. I'm not asleep. You don't need to whisper. <laughs> but then uh, when Rafi and I were doing it on Friday mornings, I didn't drink because I had to drive to take, to get the kids and whatever. So I let loose a little, cut loose a little. And uh, I think it's better with a couple of drinks in. Too many, not so good. Too few, not so good. So what you're going to get is not so good. <laughs> Actually, the rest of this show will be recorded after we have a stomach full of dough. Dead babies. <laughs> oh, my God. Dead um, Danish babies. Am I saying it right that time? Okay. Where is the Netherlands? <laughs> Who's sleeping with? <laughs> okay. I had to say one Seinfeld reference, right? Even if it wasn't a complete one or made, made any sense. All right. I should have brought some shots. <laughs> should we talk about Monday? Actually, wait, I was thinking, do I have alcohol in my car? No. I had a bottle of mezcal in my trunk, Oof. but I put it in my house when in my apartment when I moved in. So, no, oh. I don't have it anymore. Anyway. Are we going to do your California housewarming next weekend? Uh, that's happen? what I've heard. Okay. I'm not the one planning it, so okay. I just have to prepare myself for that. <laughs> I, I really don't know what we're going to do. Like, not you guys either. don't get it. <laughs> Huntington is a town that is very insular, I guess. Mm-hmm. If you guys want tacos, I got you there. If you want anything else, you're fucked. Okay. 
Well, I think what we're going to do is just warm your house and your cockles. <laughs> All right. Should we talk about Monday? <laughs> Let's do it. All right. Courtney Free... Friel. Friel. Real. Just let it roll. I'll just let it roll. Uh, she's kicking booze and breaking news. And I feel like I'm drinking booze and have fake boobs. <laughs> or is that fake news? Uh, and I'm... <laughs> I just... Oh, I know what you're going to say. Uh, wait, what? I don't know. I it's was going to... Kicking Jews and... No. It had something to do with <laughs> the Jews and uh, our fans in Deutschland would uh, not be amused. Hey, I'll tell you that. Uh, so, no, I'm not going to say that. Okay. Um, I am interesting. Uh, interesting? <laughs> I am not interesting. <laughs> I'm interested in reading her book. I find it funny and a little na- naive of her to think that she was going to put something out there about Trump and no one was going to talk about it. Like, she was surprised that it went viral. I mean, first of all, it's the president. and Everybody's chomping at the bit to have another nugget to hold over his head. Um, Do you believe it? Oh, I believe it happened. Yeah, yeah. He is such a fucking dweeb uh, totally. that he would be like, oh, uh, "Let's kiss. I like to kiss. Fantastic oh. kissing. I love uh, the kisses." Like, shut the. What the fuck is wrong with this guy, though? What's oh, Donald, r- I didn't know you were going to join us today. <laughs> oh dear Oops. God. <laughs> um, yeah, for sure it happened, and it's it's funny how now things that go viral are like not viral viral it's like the coronavirus it's like is it viral really Mm, maybe or is it just mildly uh, uh, you know something we're gonna forget about in 24 hours i'll make sure i didn't accidentally butt dial him while we're recording (laughs) he's like i can hear your whole conversation um yes he's such a slimy piece of shit the hey come on up and kiss is like but if he did not have money he would not get laid and also, I wonder how um, his wife feels about the fact that all of these things are coming up, and it's obvious. And it's while they were married, that bitch doesn't care. She just is happy that it's not their daughter. Well, I mean, I would love to kiss my daughter. I would date her if I could. <laughs> Melania, why can't you look more like what is the da- daughter's know. name? She's got look, that fucked I- up. Ivana like or Ivanka, look more like her, please. <laughs> Weak chin. Um, yeah, I don't know. Ivanka, Ivana, I don't know. Who cares? Anyway, I do think it was funny that she didn't think that that would get picked up or anyone would be talking about it. But good for her because she probably got her um, sales up a lot more than if it was if that didn't happen. Yeah, I was thinking like that's like such a like obviously the book isn't about that, right. but it did get her name out there. Mm-hmm. And you know, as they say, any press is good press, I guess. Um, I'm impressed. I was, <laughs> I was thinking. Another Seinfeld reference. Oh. I was thinking that I I wonder who's buying her book because oh. she was on Fox News for a long time. Now she's at KTLA. I don't know if they have a political slant to their network, but um, I'm curious who's buying the book. Don't think you should use that slur. But um, I <laughs> I was listening to this while I was waiting for my uh, plane to come home from Sketchfest. And so I thought, oh, I, I usually don't look up the pictures of these people. And I thought, well, I can, I'm doing literally nothing else. It's I'll... in the episode. Though. I don't look. Who? How? Yeah, look at my thing. Oh, fucking Android. <laughs> it's all text. No, on cast. Like, we like ugly things. Read this it's paragraph. It's just Allison's p- picture. What? No. Oops. Oh, damn it. What is this? <laughs> it's just her picture. Like, press play on the episode? Yeah. 
What? It's just that. It doesn't have the picture. Oh, your so I have to podcast app is a piece of garbage. But I don't typically care. So I, well, okay, it is a piece of garbage. I'll take that. Um, but I looked her up and I thought, it's so weird when this you hear. This is what you should see. Yes. When you're listening. Okay. That's fun. I guess I should get an Apple phone. Please do, because I hate <laughs> group messaging if it's Lauren and Jen and me, and then mm. I still don't mm-hmm. get blue bubbles mm-hmm. because someone. Mm-hmm. It's, like yeah, having a, wonder, it's like having a flat tire on your car. When we're in a, a group bummer. text with Leanne, shout out to you, Leanne, um, and you guys are all liking comments and uh, not liking and emphasizing, and, and she has to have all of that read out to her on each one. <laughs> Sorry, Leanne, but it wasn't my fault. (laughs) Anyways, looking up this Courtney lady's picture, and she looks exactly like someone that would be a a broadcaster on the news and somebody that would be caught up in a lot of this Me Too movement because she's she's hot, uh, white lady. But then you hear these stories and like she talked about being a sloppy drunk and the diet of blow and booze, which that should have been the name of her book. But... All these people, like, she was saying that she used to date these, like, suits or whatever, like, the... (laughs) (laughs) If only you guys could see what just happened, I could describe it, but you know what? I'm going to let that one sit there. The punchline is 69. It always is. (laughs) Um... She was dating, like, her type of guy is the the six-foot whatever guy that's in a suit that's all, like, clean-cut, but he's into, like into all this weird shit and I think about all these people that are put together and they're all junkies and like miscreants <laughs> what is um American Psycho what is not the actor what is the oh, character's name um, oh I don't know I'm horrible well that is, is true it Patrick Bates I don't know I've never seen whatever. it whatever I wanted to see it um, I like you've never guy. seen American no, Psycho I want to oh, see it watch it you'll love it I will because that guy's you just described that character essentially. Really? Like, yeah, he works in an office. They compete with their expensive uh, business cards, and then he murders people. So, Whoa. Yeah. Okay, that sounds good. Well, this, it, it just seems so strange that you can be all put together and run. Like, you know when you're a kid and you think adults are, like, responsible? <laughs> yeah, like, put to, like functioning. Yes, they're functioning, they're yeah. put together, and, like, behind the scenes, they're just, like, these fucking animals. They're no better than... The only thing different than they have than the junkies on the street is a house and a job. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. Tell me about it. It's crazy to hear about these things. And like I, now I really don't trust anybody. <laughs> you shouldn't. Uh, okay. You could so be sitting next to someone. I am sitting. For hours at a time. You could, it could be the person in the plane seat next to you. You don't know, Lisa. It could be and I would not get right. They could just be thinking about murdering you. Well. And that's whenever I watch any kind of if I go deep into a documentary or a movie or a show about like serial killers, then I'm like, oh, my God, everyone around me becomes a serial killer. And I'm like, holy shit. Are they wearing tinted sunglasses? I mean, tinted glasses. Are they do they have a weird haircut from 1972? Like I everybody's uh, but not even that every normal person now is just uh, suspect. But well, you know what? I was thinking about this. This is very vaguely related, but. When after the show at Sketchfest, after Allison Rosen is your new best friend, Allison, when I got to see her, she gave me like a nice long hug. And I Whoa. don't know if it was Whoa. just perceived as a longer mm. hug by me. Yeah, but me, she doesn't give good hugs. Or is she getting better at hugging? Anyway. Oh, the, the, you should tell her. 
You should. Like, Great hug. Because Five stars. To be honest. <laughs> shake her hand. <laughs> Good job. Um, but I was thinking, I was like, oh, that was really nice. Like, I, th- I didn't speak to her until then. So I, I, I was just thinking, like, from the time that I met her, mm. I don't think I came off great. Um, Were you awake at least? Oh, God, of course I was. <laughs> and, <laughs> well, the, her show was, like, at 11 mm. uh, a.m., so I was uh, bright. Oh, early. you're still awake? <laughs> yeah, like, right now, 11.37. Okay. Okay. So um, from then to now, I'm like, I, I feel like I've proven myself. I'm not a psycho. Yeah. I'm just just By on the this way, show. she invited you to her fucking house. Oh, yeah, that, that thing too. that you won to be on the show didn't have to be in person. She chose that. She trusted you. Yes, after I had to shoot my shot. And oh, invite myself. Oh, oh. But it happened. You yeah. shot what now? My shot. Oh. Um, Kobe. <laughs> Wait, are we going into a sodomy? Where are we doing? Where are we going? Okay. What? I don't know. So, Courtney, I don't know if it's this whole, like, being sober thing, but she seems to have a very positive outlook on life, which must be nice. Um, <laughs> but... She thinks that people are reading her book because they are sober curious. Are you sober curious? No. Okay. Bill Burr, he has gone a year without a drink. And he, on his podcast, was talking about, like, what if he just does it forever? Just stops. Right. And then he he, he says, like, he knows people who are sober. And, like, mm-hmm. what do you do to fill the time? And, unfortunately, I think that is what drinking is. I'm like, uh-huh. oh, I've got three hours to waste, you know? I got nothing for the next three hours. I'm going to have a drink or two or five. <laughs> or and, ten, like me on Saturday. At <laughs> and then it's like a shit show. And then you feel like, what am I doing True. with my life? But at the same time, it's like, what would I do if I was sober? God knows what you could get done. Well, I don't want to find out. True. There is that. But like, I feel like good moderation. I feel like no drinks is weird. I don't know how to have fun without drinking and that's on me. Obviously there's an issue. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm having fun now and I'm sober. Um, but Are you though? No, I guess, of course. <laughs> but uh I think having too many is my problem where I don't I was, you know, I'm trying to like count how many so I can figure out but then I mean, when you're drinking, you're not really paying attention. Um, but it's just like a happy medium. So she loves being sober and but she went to very many dark places and like having to see yourself on video and like those kinds of things where it's like, what do I do now? <laughs> um, that would probably make me sober up pretty quickly. <clears throat> Her story was interesting because mm. when you think of someone that is professionally, professionally sober, oh, <laughs> successful, why mm. couldn't I think of that? I don't know. When someone is like successful at their profession, you don't think of them as like, barely keeping it together because you just see the one side of them you're like oh he comes to work he does a great job he's killing it his numbers are high or whatever and then you don't know that when they go home they're buying an eight ball of coke which right. is not that much i i didn't think um. but <laughs> apparently you could get in trouble for buying a eight ball a couple of times from a, the wrong guy Come see me. I'll let you know where to get it. In the parking lot next to the original pancake house. I don't even know what restaurant parking lot we're in. Yeah, I don't know. But I think it might be them who actually smells delicious. Because they uh, see smoke right. wafting out of there. I think you're right. Um, so I'm curious, Lisa, what, was there a time where everyone thought you were keeping it together, but in reality you were like, this is a ship that is going down and all it takes is like one gust of wind before everything comes <laughs> tumbling down? Well, I in regards to drinking or anything, anything. Um, definitely. 
Hmm. Yeah, for sure. Oh with, man, we are in oh, Orange oh County. <laughs> we, <laughs> um, yeah, definitely. I I'm good at faking it, and to the point where I'm like, am I living for real anymore? I don't know. Um, I might be in the midst of that at the moment. <laughs> But I've never gotten to the point where, like, I have to hide drinking. Like, I feel like there are some times where I'm like, man, I don't even remember what I did or said last night. And then I'll talk to whoever it was I was hanging out with. They're like, oh, you were drunk? They didn't even know. Mm. Like, many times. And I know you've seen me where I'm drunk. And you feel like you have to babysit me. (laughs) And things get a little off color. But um, somehow I can maintain and not uh, act like a fool a lot of the times. But um, so I haven't had that where I have to hide things. Like, I've talked to people that were getting sober where they were driving their kid to school with a cocktail in their cup holder and getting stoned all day, and, like, they hit rock bottom. They were meeting guys in hotel rooms and trying to have me hook hook them up with friends. Or I'm like, excuse me, you're just a mom at school, and, like, asking me to buy them drugs. Like, where they look, if I showed you them, you'd be like, what? They look totally normal, and they were able to hold it together. But then they realized they were hitting rock bottom, do you have um, oh, do you gonna... have to hide your real life from everybody? <laughs> in a in a way, yes, because uh-huh. I will never mention what we're doing here mm-hmm. to people at work. Oh, right. But other than that, like not really. Um, I don't. I know it's kind of a joke. Like I used to say, "Liddy to titty" all the time on here. I'm going to get Liddy to titty or Henny Blanco, yada yada. I don't actually think I drink that much during the week. I might have a beer when I come home from work. I might not. The weekend, if I'm out seeing people, then I'm like, all right, it's party time. But other than that, like, not really. I don't do drugs, unfortunately. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, not really. I'm just a boring, regular person like anybody else. I think that's why when we do drink, we go a little overboard. (laughs) Yeah, because we don't. Because I don't drink that much, and I've been trying to do not drinking during the week because it slowly starts to creep in where I'll have, like, a couple of White Claws, you know, on a Tuesday. And it's like, well, do I really need that, or is it just because I'm just used to drinking it? Because it doesn't you know, whatever. Anyway. But then when you and I are together, it's like, oh, we're just going to have a few drinks, and we just kind of forget about time and, you know, responsibility. I've been thinking about this. My friend Josie in Colorado, we had a little chat, and he was telling me, like, you don't want to be, you know, one way with certain people and another way with other people. Mm. And I was like, oh, I definitely do do that. So what if 2020 is the year of no facades? Mm. What if I'm just like the same way with everyone? Just and out just, there and loving everything yeah, that it? That sounds pretty scary, but maybe it's uh, maybe it's time, Lisa. So now you're going to be full Costanza and just do the opposite of everything? <laughs> yeah, I guess. No, but I, the thing is, is like you do have to be different people. Whether you think you should or not, because when I'm at church, I'm not like, what's up? <laughs> Sup, turds? You know what I mean? Like, there's a different person. Oh. Oh. <laughs> um, but I feel like the people I hang out with the most, I can be my most authentic self. Like, I can be myself around you and all of the Allison people and, like, all my friends in the neighborhood and my my TNC friends. Like, I can be myself and they accept me good or bad um and i feel like i can be myself and um but i think like the stuff like being inauthentic about certain certain things like i can't like 100 percent like say like the stuff that you know and like other people have talked to about like my life or whatever but um there's certain things you just have to do to uh survive (laughs) 
So I got a text message, and I was very excited that our table was ready because it's been about 50-some minutes. Yeah. And I look at my phone. It was just Dr. Jen. Oh, just Dr. Jen. Oh, our table is ready. Oh. See you in some time. Okay, perfect. BRB. All right, we're back from our breakfast, and we're fatter and fuller now. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I was I was just thinking, what dumb joke should I make? And then... <laughs> oh, I did it for you. <laughs> Don't worry. Um, I had a Dutch baby. It was quite delicious. Um, I had an omelet. It was okay. Yeah. It looked a little bit okay-ish. Um, but it was hot as fuck, I think. Wasn't it? It was. Um, overall, I give the original Pancake House three and a half stars. Three and a half forks. Okay. Uh, they have plenty of room to step their game up. Also, they didn't tell us that we pay up front. So I, we were sitting there for like 20 minutes like, where's this bitch at? And everybody around us was yeah, gone. everyone's gone. <laughs> they all figured it out. We did not. Uh, we finally did. But my Dutch baby was delicious. You had a bite. It was really good. I would come back for that. Um, all right. So at the end of Courtney's episode, she was talking about the fact that she got loogied on by Bo Cephas. And uh, I... Her story sounded like it was more of an accident, but I don't know if he's ever been quite the gentleman anyway. Who is Bo Cephas? Hank Williams Jr., baby. <laughs> what? <laughs> the think... lesser of the Hank Williams trio. Yes, <laughs> I, I think we've talked about this before, and the only uh, Hank Williams I care about that isn't the actual Hank Williams is Lil Hank Williams. Shout out to my boy, the Yodlin Walmart kid. Have you seen this video, Lisa? Yes. I've shown it to you, right? Yes. Okay. (laughs) I forgot about that. So Hank Williams was, I I don't celebrate his music. He's fine. I I respect it. It's just not my favorite thing. Then there's Hank Williams Jr., which is like, oh, Lord. (laughs) And now there's Hank III, which is like, it's very modern day, but I I like him better than, at least than Junior, but still. What do you think about the, uh, the Loogie situation? I barely remember the story. I was re-listening <laughs> as I drove down here and I haven't gotten back to that part. Mm. But um, fucking gross. People and their bodily functions yeah. in this town are just disgusting. Um, so I can imagine. You know what's weird, though? Every one of us has, like, secretions all the time. And why? Is, and it's <laughs> really disgusting. <laughs> and it's really a disgusting thought if you think about, like, all of the disgusting things that every single person around us has. Like the fingernails and the and the and the boogers and the <laughs> sorry if you're eating. <laughs> so well, I think about stuff like that all the time. Um, now that I live alone, I can only if, imagine what you're I, doing there. <laughs> if I have eating chocolate clears out of the trash. <laughs> if, <laughs> it was above the trash. It was floating. <laughs> If I have to pee, I'm like, I don't need to flush to conserve water. Mm. I'm not going to flush. And then okay, so that's fair. But I'm like, what if someone were to come over? No one ever comes over. But I'm like, Next what if someone week, came no. over and then they'd be like, Jesus Christ, don't you flush your animal? And then, uh-huh. but yeah, I think about secretions all the time. I bet. So, I, yeah, I think I saw that DVD collection of yours, <laughs> secretions one through eight. Um, I, when you, once, we talked about the fact that when you have kids, you can use them as excuses. Um, I sometimes don't flush and I'm like, eh. And then when people come over, I always will say like, and, and they need to use the restroom. I'll say, 
Oh, let me make sure my kid's flushed. <laughs> I blame it on that. <laughs> um, but yeah, turds always always get the flusheroo. What about your place? Of course. Okay. Um, I think that's it for Monday. Did you have anything else? Yes. Okay. One last thing. Yes. Courtney Friel and Allison, frequent guests on Red Eye, a question that I have either asked before or have always meant to ask when someone from Red Eye has been on. What was their favorite of Greg's introductions for them? Because he would always be like, and up next we have Lisa Lowry. If <laughs> podcast talent were a Dutch baby, I'd slather her in butter and squeeze a lemon on her. And then it was always like vaguely sexual, but not sexual mm. at the same time. Mm-hmm. And I think you probably couldn't get away with some of these before, but if you haven't ever seen Allison on Red Eye, just look up Allison Rose in Red Eye and just go down the rabbit hole because that's that's where I fell in love with Allison. It still she has not gotten she's nothing that she can do will ever be better than her on Red Eye to me. She was very different on that show. In a good way. But she was still herself. Um, so, yeah. Uh, check those out. That sounds awesome. I'm definitely going to do that. See, I always forget about those things. I forget about the fact that she did all that stuff and the fact that it's out there for us to watch and listen to. And what I have you. I should have mentioned the powdered sugar. I know. I was like, She'd be covered in my... white powder. <laughs> yeah. And I'd squeeze my lemon on her. <laughs> like that. Yeah. Oh, wow. I had a whole visual there. Um, so yeah, the pervy work environments that she spoke of were interesting and that the introductions, that's great. I think I'm going to have to have you do that for every single episode. It's so your new thing. what I learned because Allison was on Greg Gutfeld's podcast and the audio was terrible, but I still say, listen to it just because Allison and Greg together are good. Um, I think he mentioned on that episode. Oh, maybe that's why I never asked it because he revealed that he doesn't write them. The person usually wrote them for themselves. So I need to ask Allison what was her favorite of her intros. Okay. So this is one of those things where when she says, I'm interviewing myself for Patreon this this month, like that (laughs) would be a great question because I could just like call her or text her. Well, that's true. Or you could just stop by her house. Like, you you know, because like I heard you've been there. Like I heard. Not to the new one, but yeah. <laughs> I'm sure you will. It's next to some club, according to Jordan, or restaurant, so I might as well just pretend like it's I'm eating right there. right by that dry cleaners with ice cream. That too. We can go there. Edie's and somewhere. All right. Uh, so the group recording is like coming up pretty quickly. I can't wait. I can't either. I'm so excited to see everybody. I think, I know for sure Lauren's coming. Becky's coming. I think Stacy's going to try and come. That's her birthday weekend. And she's going to be down here somewhere. Um, Trice is coming. He told me. Uh, Megan, hopefully, will make it to this one. I, but I, I don't know who else is coming. I'm just so excited. I'm sure Ray and Joanna, Doctor Jen. I'm going to text Scotty Boy right now because Scotty Scott. If he hits me with some bullshit about oh he's coming, I'm some robotics. Robot. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be like, hey pal, I'm picking you up. Fuck the robots. Okay? Yeah, okay. The robots can be themselves for a minute. Yeah. They can, uh, I don't know what plot to take over the world on their own. You don't need a human there helping them. Scott, we need you there. So, uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm super excited. That's February 28th, 29th, March 1st. Um, it's just a couple of weeks away. Four short episodes away. I'm excited. Are we starting it on Friday? The shit show? Yeah. Or Saturday? Friday. Oh, good. Friday, we're going to do Joanna's house and probably go eat downtown at the Circle I'm going to take Lauren to see some That Thing You Do things and make Mom's house. 
I was gonna smack you like you usually <laughs> smack me. And I, you I smacked packed. me so hard in San Francisco. Do you did remember? Yeah. Smack your leg though. I don't know. Legs I don't are remember. Stronger than arms. It yeah. can't hurt that much. Yeah. Um, shout out to Lauren and cousin Erica because <laughs> Lauren said that she's gonna come in early and like spend a day with Erica drinking brewskis at the Beachwood Brewery, and I'm invited. You guys aren't. Oh. As Lisa would say, nanny, nanny, boo-boo. Oh, I would say that now. <laughs> or Megan, whatever. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, shout out to them. I'll be there That'll that be day su- drinking Super exciting. And you guys can Suck fly a kite. Oh. <laughs> uh, oh, shit. I guess that means it's some... Oh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> I guess it's time for L-K-C-C. a little... LKC. <laughs> Hi, Lisa. Hi, Rafi. Hi, everybody. This is Lauren Kay with some childish chat. Um, Greg and Allison were talking about, um, they were like, are there awards for podcasts? Um, And I think there are. I heard on the radio maybe like a week ago something about this. Um, They were like, oh, podcast awards. Everybody, who's who's your favorite podcast? And I thought like, oh, like a a little part of me like selfishly doesn't want um, podcasts to be like huge and mainstream and I think a little bit of me likes it that like people are like, oh, you're listening to a podcast? What is that? Like a, is that a radio show? You know, I don't know. Part of me likes it small like that. But hey, uh, Allison deserves an award for sure. In the news, Allison brought up that there's a new generation and it's Generation Alpha. And this generation is the one where um, they've had screens in front of them always, Allison says. Um, Generation Z was 95 to 2012, um, and Alpha is 2013 to 2025, which is both of Allison's kids. Uh, 1980 to 1994 is Millennial, and uh, 1965 to 79 is Generation X. Uh, and Allison's mom is Baby Boomer, and her dad is the Silent Generation, because as we know, her dad is. Um, older than her mom, and Allison was wondering why do they call it the silent generation, Um, and she said it was a lot of turmoil in that time, and children were uh, supposed to be seen and not heard, Um, and her dad's like very anxious. She said it makes sense. Yeah, and she said it also makes sense like um, the silent generation, like such as him keeping her Jewishness a secret from her for so long. Um, Okay, and Allison also mentioned uh, in the news, a new thing called looping. Looping. When you have uh, the same teacher from year to year, and um, I guess especially for children with traumatic upbringing, it provides uh, stability. And I thought, like, oh, this sounds totally great. Um, because my first thought was of my, my younger son and his teacher's, like, super great and really positive, and, and he really does well with, like, um, like that stability of having the same teacher. But then I realized like, oh, but it goes the other way too because you could have a, you know, a bad teacher. Um, and Allison has said in that case, if you don't like the teacher, you can switch. But um, yeah, because my older son has a teacher that isn't great. She, does, she doesn't like him. <laughs> um, and Pete, the retailer, he's in, he's in there with them when they record. So um, he talks sometimes and he said uh, that his wife is a teacher. Um, Allison and Greg said that 2,900 people have died from the flu this year. Greg says, get your flu shot. 
when is it okay to start talking to kids about the news? And um, they were saying age seven, um, and that you should only talk to the kids uh, about things that affect them. Don't overreact and always tell them the news source. And when your kids are telling you something, you're supposed to always ask them the source. When they tell you something, you say, like, how do you know that's true? Where did you hear it? And, yeah, that's that's a great, that's a great uh, thing to do. Allison, again, mentioned the TV show You. I've heard her mention it. I don't know if on, uh, on a Childish or um, on Air IYMBS, but I'll have to check that out. I see it's on Netflix. So the show You. Um, oh, and she wonders, is it okay for her to watch that show with Elliot in the room um, when certain shows are on, such as You or, like, the news? Um, and they didn't really give a definitive answer, but um, Greg said he probably shouldn't be watching You. Uh, Elliot is more interested in laws, is really interested in laws and rules right now, she said. And uh, she calls a law, he calls a law a yaw. Um, and because I guess, I forget what it was, something about him getting in his car seat or sitting in the car, um, and she was like, you have to, it's the law. And um, I'll say to Allison, because he loves it, mommy talk yaw. And uh, so she told him some laws are that you can't drive too fast, can't be too loud at night, you must have a baby in a car seat when they come home from the hospital. Um, Oh, Allison, Dr. Allison switched herself back from Lexapro to Zoloft, um, and she said she doesn't recommend it. The way that she did it, she, I guess her doctor was on vacation, and so she just switched herself, and she said she just kind of did the same thing as when they weaned her from uh, Lexapro to Zoloft. Um, she's weaning herself back from Zoloft to Lexapro, um, and Greg was like, oh, you shouldn't do that yourself. Um <laughs> But she sounds like she's doing okay. Um, Greg loves to do cold plunges and saunas, and Allison hates it. She said she goes slowly into water, which is like the worst, most uncomfortable way <laughs> to go into cold water. Um, you have to jump in, but she says she just cannot do that. Um, I guess that's all I'm going to say right now. Uh, it was a good episode. It was a fun, a fun episode of Childish. Uh, so thank you for listening, and I like you, and I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Oh, Lauren, we like you as well. Uh, Lauren's oldest kid has a teacher that doesn't like him. How could anybody not like him? That's crazy. How does a teacher not like... He... Yeah. I... Come on serious parents come on <laughs> no i could see that no um anyway uh yeah i think that's she wait she said that her teacher doesn't like the kid the teacher doesn't like her kid yeah Ooh, i would no that's unacceptable that's the whole job you gotta like kids yeah that no that's crappy that's not a good situation uh this whole looping thing I guess it could be good for some kids, but I do feel like it's a little handholdy for for a whole group of people. Although, Are you sure, you're not Generation Alpha. <laughs> I, I. It, what's funny is, I'm technically Generation X, but I remember at the time, it was the older people that were Generation X. I didn't know what I was. Um, but who names the generations? Yeah, where's this committee that gets together and it's like. 
Yeah, who? Yeah, that's. I, I, I've thought about that before because when I thought I was in the Pepsi generation, but apparently <laughs> <laughs> that's not a real thing. I learned. Um, so yeah, I guess I'm a millennial or some shit. You are. That's unfortunate. It sucks because every, well, every gener- new generation gets like picked on by the pe- by the by the last one. The greatest <laughs> that explains a lot about this show. It really does. <laughs> what the age difference? You're older than me. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so. Um, have you had your flu shot? Do you get a flu shot? Okay. Every year I had to get my flu shot for work reasons and this year possibly last year, did I get it last year? Either last year or this year is the first time I haven't had it and I haven't gotten sick yet. Hmm. And I'm starting to believe that maybe these vaccines or mm. the things mm. make going to mm. sick. Mm. Shout out to my girl, Jenny McCarthy. Oh. Also, I don't have coronavirus, so uh, fucking and you just, sucks to be you, and bro. you just flew through LAX, too. Yes, next to so many people with masks on. Uh, fuck it, mask off is what I say. Oh. Shout out to Whitney and Future. Um, yeah, I haven't gotten a flu shot for many decades. I always take my kids to get them, and I never... Th- not, a, not that I'm going there specifically for that, but whenever we go get their physicals... The doctor's always like, oh, do you want to do the flu shot while we're here? Okay, sure. The kids are already getting other shots, and it's not my arm, so fuck it. Um, but I never get the flu. Knock on any kind of wood. Um, <laughs> never mind. Um, I don't ever get the flu. I do get sick, but I don't get the flu. I, uh, the last time I had a flu shot, my it was an ex-boyfriend gave it to me. So, <laughs> Are you sure you didn't get it riding that tractor? <laughs> but... Um, Every year I think, oh, this is the year I'm going to do it because you can get it at Albertsons or like wherever. And then like, I think it was two years ago, there was the flu shot that didn't cover whatever strain of flu that was going around. So it was just like a moot point (laughs) to get it. Yeah, that's the other thing. It's they have to come up with it before people start getting sick. But then once it rolls around, they're like, oh, it's like slightly different, I guess. So I don't know how it works. I always hear these numbers of people getting like dying from the flu. It's like, oh, my God, that's crazy. Good. They're they're obviously immunodeficient in some way. So let them die off. I need a parking space. So we need fewer (laughs) people out here, baby. (laughs) That's a positive way of looking at it. Um... Oh, and the show You. I'm interested in checking this out just because I'm always looking for a new show. So uh, have you checked it out yet? What's it called? You. I think it's about sheep. Sheep? (laughs) What? It's about sheep? No, I don't watch TV. Uh, I don't watch much of anything other than strange YouTube videos. Mm -hmm. That one would have sheep in it. (laughs) Um, Okay, let's talk. Thank you, Lauren. We love you and your childish chat. Uh, let's talk about Thursday, shall we? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were her little Tim Tam Slam sent in by Super Heidi Me on Patreon. Um, I, I've had, I've seen Tim Tams. I think I've had Tim Tams because they have a world market. But do you know what Tim Tam Slam is? I looked it up. No, but I think Tim Tam is like a cookie that you <laughs> yes. can bite the end yes. off and use it as a straw. Yes. So is and it Tim that... Tam Slam that with like Bailey's? No, the slam is just is just using it as a straw, basically. Wow. Like you're slamming whatever malted milk situation <laughs> that you're drinking. Mm, sounds delicious. It does. I think we're going to have to do that for the group recording. 
sounds just disgusting enough to, to work. But I'm surprised Allison didn't look into it because it's fun. It's Tim Tam Slams. It's from Australia. I don't know what accent that from was. Australia. <laughs> well, she put it Oi, in. governor. <laughs> They're from Australia. Amon. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh. That son of a bitch is <laughs> Okay. So are you TSA pre-checked? Okay. Do they let Mexicans in? I mentioned that me and Becky talked about this. Right. So I've had to go do a stupid TSA background check for my hazmat endorsement. Mm. I don't have TSA pre-check. And I think Becky said she got the international one. I might as well do it because for the same reasons I haven't gotten it is the ones that they talked about. And he said, if you fly once a year, it's worth it. And I right. fly at least once a year. Yeah. Sometimes two times in one year. I might <laughs> as well get it. But like I told you, okay, shout out to Luke because okay. he and Megan were worried that I'm cutting it too mm, close. Yes. I'm going to get to LAX gets such a bad rap. Do you know why? You guys are fucking stuck at LAX for three and a half hours because y'all motherfuckers be checking bags, flying uh, with three bags per person, yeah. fucking flying on big airlines. Me, I fly either like Alaska or Frontier. All they have is like two fucking flights that I, they got like two gates, you know, they don't have like 30, 40 gates. So I pull up and there's no one that is waiting on the same you know, for the same shit as right. me. So I fucking fly the, through security. The auto one. bus with wings. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that that on the flight back from San Francisco, it was not too bad. I had Wi-Fi, had chargers in the seat. Whoa. It was, it was good. Anyway, um, so I just don't fly on shit like Southwest. Yeah, never again. I, I did it once, and I was like, "This is horrible. I don't want to fucking be." free for all with trying to find a seat like it was horrible and i ended up in a middle seat so it's like no i'm gonna be a civilized human and fly Mm -hmm. on this like a lesser known airline and then i don't have to deal with this bullshit i got through security in 15 minutes no pre-check no nothing but i still feel like i should get it just because i do like cutting it close lisa yeah true how about you so i am not but i i usually solely fly out of the lbc because i fly JetBlue and it goes everywhere i need to go and it's the quickest and sometimes i'll treat myself to the even more space and even quicker speed and it's like ten dollars and you get to bypass everybody and it's just such a quick process anyway i didn't do it this last time but like they were saying my biggest thing is i didn't know how much went into it i didn't really care about how much it cost i just didn't understand why you would need it Big what you need to do it just sounded like an extra thing that and to me, if I was like um, a terrorist, I would just get TSA pre-check. <laughs> well, I think that's how they get. Caught. I know. <laughs> but um, so the other, so they were talking about like, are there other airline hacks? I don't really know any. We need to talk to Al for this. Yeah. Hashtag Al. Yeah. But the one I learned thing- about the restrooms. The best restroom to go to is by baggage claim because everyone goes to the one right when you get yeah. off the the plane. Go to baggage claim. No one's there. So my only hack-ish thing is if you want to be in a better boarding group, just buy your seat because if yes. you just let them randomly pick you, you're going to be in like boarding group F or whatever. Right. And then, but if you spend like 10 more bucks and you pick a slightly better seat, sometimes you get a pretty decent seat yeah. for like a small amount of money for like 10 more bucks. And then you get bumped up. I was like in group B on the way back. Yeah. 
And so that's the only thing I would recommend. I typically will, and I'm only familiar with JetBlue, so I know that I can pay like the 25 bucks and you get free, you get like row one through seven. You can pick the seat that you want. Nobody's ever, no, nobody's even in there yet. Usually mm-hmm. those are empty. So I'll pick a window seat or whatever and you get more space and you get on, I don't really want to get on quicker because I don't like sitting there, but also being the person like this that I was this last time where I'm in row 24 and you're in group F and you have to carry your shit past everybody. I do agree not checking baggage is a huge thing. I've learned to be a very good packer. I think I had too much this time, but it's because I had to bring all the recording equipment. Um, but in general, I can I can... I'm pretty good at packing. I wear the same pants every day and just get like three different shirts, some undies and some socks and I'm good to go. Yeah. Same. But, um, but then it's funny because when I'm packing, when I'm with my husband, I was like, so this trip is so much different because I don't have to pack like three different pairs of heels. I don't have to pack any kind of like sexy underwear or lingerie or like contraptions. And I didn't have to shave my legs. <laughs> I'm like, I get because it's not summertime. So I'm like, I'm not whatever. I'm like, I just get to have total relaxation this time. It was way too easy to pack. Anywho. Um, yes. So uh, I might look into it. I do fly at least once a year, usually like two to three times. It seems like if it's, if it's worth it to just cut the line and like not have to deal I have high stress about taking my electronics out too. And when I'm, if I'm going to do something wrong and my toiletries and like all, I don't know, the rules sometimes change and I get very stressed out about it. So like, especially this time I had so much, all my um, recording stuff I took out because of the last time I brought it, they were like, they stopped me for it. So I'm like, I'm just going to put it out there this time. So then I had all the microphones, all the, the zoom box. I had my toiletries. I had my whatever. I just had too many things i had to put my coat in my shoes and like i had like four bins and people are trying to like swoop on me i'm like no no i'm not ready yet oh they're packing up did you hear that yeah oh anyway um i think it would be worth it for just that kind of peace of mind just be able to show up and not have to deal with that shit oh my god at the live record we should have a pre-trip party we're all gonna go to the office and and sign up for dsa pre-check i do you have you have a passport yeah okay and did you get your um real id yet no, because I looked into it and I okay. was very worried that when I went to San Francisco, they were not going to let me on the plane. Same. But it's if you if you carry your passport, you don't need a real ID. Oh. If you don't want to use your passport as your ID, then you need it. And it doesn't start till October right. of this year. So fuck it. Don't do it. Okay. So Allison had a Rogan slash podcast fan sitting next to her and she really wanted to be recognized by this person. I love the fact that she wanted to be recognized and it's like, oh, maybe if my voice gets out there, they'll recognize me or, and they were in like the zone of podcasts that she's at least been on. So they had to have known who she was, right? If you're a podcast fan and you're a fan of, I don't know, maybe, maybe they just didn't know, but. So I do think that they might be a newer Mm, listener of podcasts. Um, but all the shows that she mentioned, I can tell what kind of person they are. If they like Rogan, your mom's house, and I forget what else she said. Yeah. They're clearly like a douchey bro and you don't even want them to talk to you. That's the other thing. It's going to be someone that either hates you or doesn't know you and you don't want them to know you. And I think it was, uh, was it Joe? I don't know. Joe and Pete, whatever. They're the same guy. Um, the, the exchange, what would have been if he did know her? 
people are never like really like if it was us we'd be like oh my god <laughs> this is awesome because i know becky ran into um allison leaving sketchfest at the airport so they got to hang out and chat for 15 minutes now if they got seated on the same plane she would be losing her shit like this is awesome like you get a personal trip with allison but if you're not like a real fan and like you said if they're douchey guy they're gonna be like yeah you're allison okay well, you know, I'm different because on planes, <laughs> I don't want to have a conversation, period. So, yeah, me too. And I will be asleep by the by the time the plane starts taking off. So, like, if I was sitting next to Allison, I would have to be like, oh, great. Now I have to stay awake. <laughs> She's going to want to talk. And then, in, in reality, she probably wouldn't. But I would be asleep in no time at all. Yeah. And I, I just think that what if that person did recognize her, it would be very unsatisfying the conversation they would have had. It would have been like, yeah, yeah okay. And then the whole time she'd be sitting there going, I wish I didn't make myself known to this guy. It sounds like me the other day. <laughs> mm. Mm. I talked a little bit about this on the Sketchfest recording that's going to be coming out. So I was recognized by my voice when we were in Sketchfest. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I forgot about this. So, we're, so the night we got in, we were kind of like trying to meet up with Allison people and hoping to run into people and we were looking looking for z mary jane the night before and then the next day we were leaving our hotel room and we were walking out into the hallway and trice asked me oh have you have you um gotten in contact with z mary jane yet and i said no but she was on twitter a little bit so maybe she's here i'm not really sure and then she turns around and she's like that's me (laughs) and she's literally waiting for the elevator on our same floor in our same hotel but she recognized my voice as far as like she's like i heard your voice and she's like i know i'm not listening to the show and then you said my name so it was like one of those like real weird inception type of uh moments yes shout out to her because she also said that she recognized my voice and so i didn't know that she listens like all the time so she's hearing this right now right but when me and megan went to go get drinks at the bar and then she comes by, she sits down, and she starts telling me that she's like, oh, like, I listen all the time. And that's when I was just like, oh, my God, I, f- I feel horrible because <laughs> I I joke that I don't want to do this show, but it's kind of not a joke at the same time as it's a joke. <laughs> and then, and she bought us our drinks very nicely. Yeah. Um, she's super nice. Yeah. Super awesome meeting her. It, what's cool is, like, I always, I do get up in my head sometimes about, like, who's listening. But then when we do meet the people that are listening, it's, like, it's always good. It's always, like, a great... 98% of the time, it is good. And this time was very good. Yeah. What were the two percents? You know. Oh. <laughs> okay. So, um, yes, yeah, Sadie Rose, you were awesome. Uh, so, she went through her recap of her Friday show, which I wish I could have been able to go to that. Trice and Demian went to that. Allison kept talking about her OC friends were coming up to go see her shows. I wish we would have known who those people were and we could have met up with them. Oh, no. I You, you do? You could tell who they were. And oh, were they wearing, uh, they were they wearing like they Dickies shorts County. and long socks? Yeah, and and uh, trucker hats. Uh, <laughs> Yami's husband was there and I was like, oh, that's Yami's husband. I recognize him from Instagram, but I can't be like, oh, hey, hey I Yami's know who husband. you are because of Instagram and I know who Yami is because of Instagram. Um, so it was weird. But yeah, and it was it was cool talking to the band after. But yeah, as far as like, oh, and also I saw that Allison's brother was there. Mm. And I was is like, it the one you met last yes. time at Sketches? Okay, I was like, should I say hi to him again? And I was like, eh, you know what? I, I was hungover that day, so I, I was in the mood for anything. Oh. But I was just like, eh, you know, he's. I met him. He's like, I don't need to talk to you, you weirdo. Oh. <laughs> 
So then she talked about Saturday and her childish and like her kind of worry about the show being good or not. And I think the not having guests definitely threw her. But then her switching seats, I think, kind of threw off the show a little bit. But I think that's more for the people viewing it. For me, it kind of threw it off. Like it seemed like it, but I think listening back, it'll it was a good show. They still managed to make it interesting and fun. And Ron Paulson was a good guest, but I guess we weren't really going to talk about that show yet. <laughs> this is not childish chat. <laughs> Leave that to Lauren. Exactly. Um, and then she went to band practice, and they were talking about. We kind of overheard all their conversations. Like they kind of went out together, and Allison missed out on it. And I just kind of. We, I mean, it would have been really fun to like stumble upon them hanging out. Sunday sound check, the show went well. Um, Renee explained her whole process of getting there. I guess she drove, and she brought the dog, and how she was a mess and a disaster, and she had food all over herself, which she didn't come off as uh, messy when I saw it when we saw her. I didn't see her. <gasps> That's right, you weren't there. Nope. Oh my god. Okay. So I just wanted to go through a little bit. So Friday, first of all, for me, um, I'm going to do our own like sketch fest recap of our experiences. What is that guy wearing? He looks like Lance Armstrong um, without the blood dosing doping thing. Oh, with both testes. Um, oh, wait. Is that the wrong person? I'm no, thinking that's of... the guy. Oh, okay. Also, if I had one testicle, I, I think my nickname would be Speedbag. What? <laughs> Why? You know, the speed bag. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, apparently I needed that to understand the reference. Um, so it sounds like a speed bag. Friday, I'm, I'm yeah, well, I, that was definitely spot on. Um, I guess I was thinking about the fact that two could be speed bags, but that's just one. You don't have two speed bags. Exactly. Okay. That's why I yeah, I get it now. Um, also, he rides a bike quickly. He should be speed bag. If yeah. I ever meet Lance Armstrong out there in Aspen, I know he has a lovely home there. I'm going to say, hey, speed bag, how's it going? He's going to be like, hum. Now I think he's confused. <laughs> okay. So uh, Friday, I go to check in for my flight. That's Saturday morning. I just realized I don't live in Colorado anymore. I no, you don't. You Aspen. don't. You just also, remembered. I never go to Aspen. I know. Who goes to Aspen? Rich people. What is this, 1982? No, rich people there. <laughs> I know. Okay. Friday, <laughs> I went to check in for my flight. That was Saturday morning. And I realized that I made a mistake in my flight. And I had purchased tickets for Friday to Monday, not Saturday to Monday like I was supposed to. So, in essence, I had missed my flight by two hours. So, I was really freaking the fuck out. So, I had to buy a one-way ticket that cost more than my um, round-trip ticket. I almost thought about... I'm like, you know what? A lot goes into me having to leave. Like, there's a lot of stress with everybody in the house. I had to take the dog because I don't want them to have to deal with that. I had to make sure the kids are picked up at a certain time. They're going to school on one of the days. They have to have a lunch. There's so much stuff that I was like, you know, maybe I'm just going to fucking stay home. Fuck this. Mm. Maybe this is a sign. But instead, I didn't. I just, I pushed through and I'm glad that I did. So, uh, Saturday morning, we met up at the, at the airport and we Ubered together. What is it called again? <laughs> It's called Aspen. Um, <laughs> okay. Then we met up with uh, Trice and Megan and Becky. And we had breakfast at the hotel. 
uh, a way too expensive breakfast, I must say. And our waiter still owes us um, pancakes for the table, by the way. Still disappointed about that. Um, we went to Childish and we ran into Stacy and Luke, right? Are those the only two people? And Luke had come up with an idea to go to the Old Ship Saloon, which was walking distance from the theater. So any Allison fans, I kind of, Allison tweeted it and I tweeted it so that we can meet up with people. We didn't end up meeting any other people, but it was good because it was really cool to meet Luke. For it, It's always weird to meet somebody that you only know from their like little profile picture on, because he's from the live stream. That's how I we know him. Um, but when you finally meet someone in person, they're like, are you? Oh, yes. Okay. And then... He was super fun to hang out with. Plus, we got a new drink. Um, what is it called? What's his drink that he drinks? Bo- Bovier or something? Oh, the Boulevardier. Boulevardier. It was quite delicious. Um, yeah, I I know his name, but I don't think I recognized him from the picture at all. So you guys were like, this is Luke from the live stream. And I was like, oh, I know Luke <laughs> from the live stream. I yes. have no idea what he looks like, but that was fun meeting him. He was great. It was super fun. And I... I recorded with him a little bit at some at a certain point. Then after the old ship, we went, which they had great music, by the way. It was all 90s music. I was really loving it. I disagree. Uh, and you ran into somebody that you were following on Instagram. That was kind of funny. I thought we were talking about you. <laughs> uh, sorry. Okay. Anyway, uh, then we went to, what restaurant did we go to after? It was like the old fish farm or something. Um, yeah, it was called like Fish Farm, I think. And it was, it was interesting. I w- it was nice to get a change of venue the food was like eh, and the drinks were whatever but um it was quieter and it was nicer and megan met up with us so that was cool i was really trying like allison really wanted us all to get together and meet with new people so i was really in my mind like okay i need to make my best effort to like meet people and i think it was at child's was it childish that i like talked to the lady next to us it was so i was trying to meet people there and i i said hi to her i think her name was amanda shout out to you amanda that probably doesn't listen and then i was like yeah i'm good <laughs> i'm all caught up um oh the lady who asked a question i think so yeah yeah anyway so then sunday we also i kind of let luke pick places because he seemed to be familiar with things and um and doing the work that we didn't have to do so it was really cool we went to brunch at Irish Times, and uh, that's where Paul and his wife Erin met up with us. Uh, that was super fun to get a little, a couple of drinks in before we went to go see Allison. Then you had to leave early because you were going to go help work, and we all started walking towards the show, and we run into Renee and Tugboat on the street, and it was like one of those moments where it was like, "This is so perfect because we're going to miss her show, but we just happened to run into her." And it was, we were like super nerds, but it was awesome. I can't believe you missed that part. So then uh, I messaged her after that to see if she wanted to hang out afterwards. And she was very receptive to meeting up with us. But I don't know. Well, she said, hey, where are you guys at? I'll meet you. But I saw it later. And I we didn't record anything on Saturday. So I was like, oh, man, we got to have to. I need to, re- we need to record a sh- an episode for last week, but also I was thinking it'd be great to record with everybody and get their experiences about the two shows that we saw, because then when we, when they do get aired, then we'll have, first of all, all this content, uh, and so it'll be easier, <laughs> but also getting everybody's like immediate reaction to being there. So, uh, we went up to the room and I think it's the one thing like I could have, 
contacted Renee to go hang out or do I go record? And Trice's thing was like, well, maybe she could have just come to the room. I'm like, I'm sure that's what she would want to do is come to some stranger's hotel room. She probably would have though. Um, so I wish I would have been in more contact with her to like hang out a little bit or something. Yeah. So it was really fun to go to the room and record first a little bit with Becky and Paul and Aaron and, and Sadie Rose didn't want to uh, record. She kind of like, she was a puff of smoke as soon as the microphones came out. And I thought, darn it, I wanted to tell her she didn't have to record if she didn't want to. But I know th- this isn't like the most comfortable thing for everybody. So um, I just want her to know that if she does come to the group recording, we will not force you to record. After Allison's show. Okay, so we go to Allison's show. And afterwards... First of all, it was hard, I know, for Megan to really enjoy everything because she was working and then you were working. So I don't know if your experience was different than everybody else's, but um, it was a really fun show and I was just buzzed enough to like really be having a lot of fun. (laughs) Um, Afterwards, I got to talk with Yami a lot. I got her uh, email and all of her info for taking a yoga class from her and she seemed super into it. And so that's going to happen. What are you excited about this? Uh, I believe it was my idea. <laughs> um, I'm not that <laughs> excited about it. But you are. Sure. Anyway, so we're going to do that. So maybe Allison will join us. Um, and I heard my name being called and I turn around and it was Yami. She's like, come over here. We're going to get a group picture with oh, the ladies. And I'm like, oh. Funny. So... I told her that, no, I think you told her that I designed that shirt. Oh, right, right, right. And then she's like, oh, yeah, like I'm still waiting to get one of those. And then um, and then she tells me like, oh, I want to get it. She said, can you, um, I forgot her name. Can you ask the lady with the shirt to come back here? I want to get a picture of us. I thought she meant me, Yami, and Lisa. She meant her and Lisa. <laughs> I was like, uh, <laughs> excuse you. <laughs> And I was like, sure, whatever. <laughs> I, I was just like, oh, Yami wants me for something. I'll be back, guys. Um, so we got a group <laughs> picture with me and Stacy and Sadie. Was Becky there, too? She must have been because she wanted all the ladies. Um, also, I had made some. I had made. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, well, Rafi just texted me. So I had made. Some really cheesy 90s style Kinko's flyers for the show that were like cut and paste. And I wanted to basically I just wanted something to commemorate the weekend, but also to have them sign. And I thought, well, I'll just make a bunch and I'll pass them out to people that want them. And so some people took them. They were excited to have them. And so I was getting it signed by everybody. And then some of Allison's friends, I think they were her OC friends, possibly. They came up to me later and they're like, excuse me, can I have some of those flyers? Is it okay? And I'm like, yeah, sure. So I was like giving them stacks. So um, I thought that was really cool. They, they turned out like super cheesy, but um, I've got plenty if anybody wants one. <laughs> um, I also have one that I, that's signed by one person. I think it's by Tony. <laughs> so if anybody wants it. Um, I talked to Tony and I felt like I was well, first of all, he's like, oh, are you the one that does the podcast? And I'm like, oh, why, yes, I am. <laughs> so he recognized me, which I thought was cool. God damn it. I'm going to have to turn off my notification. Oh, wow. She totally just ignored you, Jen. How rude. Oh. <laughs> Let me just turn this off. Okay. There we go. Um, you like how I have BFF on all of the 
BFF people's numbers. Until recently, I had you as Lisa Lowry. And then I was like, I know her last name. I could just get rid of that. But then I was like, eh. What if you accidentally... Yeah. Um, so I talked to Tony and I said, oh, yeah, well, since he brought up our show, I was like, oh, you should be on. The, you should be on BFF. And he's like, oh, I would totally do that. And I'm, then I just started rambling. I'm like, I can come to you. We can Skype. And I was like a total like lunatic. And then when you came to meet him right at the same time, I was like, I turned and I said, oh, he does a show with me. And you guys were like, what is she talking about? Because <laughs> yeah. I was like, I was like, uh, no, you said he I does said, a podcast too, or something like that. I said he does the podcast too, and I looked at him like, "Yeah, I've heard it." Like, <laughs> it's what I was thinking. I was like, in my head, I was like, "Yeah, it's called Bizarre Albums." Yeah, he has one called Phillies. I was like, "Why is she telling me this?" And then he was looking at me like, "Huh?" And I was looking at her at him like, uh, "What?" And Who's I was that? Like, oh, you mean crazy person? I was like, "Oh, you mean me?" <laughs> okay, I got you. I had to come back and like make it straight and then it was just like well that was just dumb i felt like a big nerd um because i was but um it was fun meeting him i kind of put the pressure on for him to be on the show but he said yes yeah. so i mean that's basically guaranteed right well oh. from what i learned if a person let's mm-hmm. call them felicia <laughs> agrees to be on allison's show oh and it never happens oh. i mean apparently you can't trust people's word anymore huh so, Tone Zone, you better get in there. <laughs> get in that shed. Oh. <laughs> uh, then I talked to... I, I don't think I talked... I talked to Paula a little bit. I got all of the band to sign the flyer. And I think what I was telling Paula is I just thought that it was like... And I could, it could have been the booze talking. It was just the right amount where I was like, this is really powerful to see all these women up here like fucking rocking. And I loved it. It felt like amazing to have that energy and that's basically what i told her and she's like fuck yeah (laughs) she's a total rock star okay so to be fair paula is the person that i was the most weary of meeting for some reason um and she turned out to have like the best energy like i thought she was awesome i should have talked to her more i just got her to sign the angora cd cover for me oh that's cool i'll sign it but um she was the first one, and she was very excited to see that because she hadn't seen it in forever, which was great. Um, but, yeah. Th- yeah, she was great. So then I was, like, bummed that I didn't see Tim, the drummer, anymore. And then all of a sudden he, like, popped back up, and I was like, I got to go talk to him because I need to get something signed. And he looks so familiar to me. I don't know if I've met him before or if I – he just looked familiar so then we were talking a little bit about he's from Oregon and I was just, I was a complete spaz when I was talking to him. I was like, I just want to move to the Pacific Northwest. And like, <laughs> I was just going on and on and he was very nice and didn't seem bothered by the conversation. But I was just like, after I left, I was like, oh my God, I don't even think I took a breath. I was just like, <laughs> Oregon, Oregon. <laughs> <laughs> and when I talked to Tim, I also, he was like disassembling his drum kit. So mm. I felt bad interrupting, but I was like, he could be gone the next minute. So I had to get him to sign this damn CD thing so I can leave him alone. And he was very nice. And he chatted to me for a bit. And we, I told him his other band, I got to listen to them because their name Mm. is right up my alley. They are called the Suicide Notes. And he said that they're very similar to the Angoras because it's like all girls beside, besides him, it's all girls, like punk Rocky, 60s inspired. Oh. And I've listened to their album and Uh it's good. But when I was listening to it, I was like, oh, they're not as good as the Angoras. Oh. 
They're good for their own thing, though. So check them right. out. The Suicide Notes. I'll we'll put in song at yeah. the end of this show. Or sure. Something. Sure. We won't use Hank Williams Jr. Who's, who's editing, by the way? Oh. Because <laughs> I guess it'll be up to them. <laughs> oh, you don't want to put in nothing. Oh, no, that's not the right song. <laughs> what? <laughs> she was singing that Jefferson Starship song from Mannequin. I'm like, mm, oh, God. No. Oh. <laughs> Anywho. Um, so I got Allison... I, okay, so for Childish, we didn't get any pictures with them. We got a group picture with um, us, with just the Allison people, which was cool. But I said, okay, tomorrow I need m- many more pictures because it sucks when we leave and we haven't had a group picture or just whatever. I didn't get any pictures just with Allison, which I was kind of bummed about, but they kind of needed to rush her out. And they were spending a lot of time with us, which was super nice and generous. But I didn't get just a picture of Allison and I, but we did get a group picture and we had to kind of rush it. And, um, but at least we got that. So I was very excited about that. But Allison told me that I look svelte and I was very excited about that. And so we talked a little bit about fasting and whatever and baby weight and whatever. And she was just like very nice to me about that. I thought that was very cool. You are fasting, but I am (laughs) slowing. (laughs) Whatever that means. I feel like I'm slowing after that Dutch baby. (laughs) Plus the donut I ate today. Okay. Uh, also, I thought it was really nice that Greg Fitzsimmons came to Allison's show to support her. He was in the audience and uh, I was able to get a picture with him and chat with him for a minute. And I thought that was it was nice of him to do with what I imagine he has his limited time. All right. I'm going to get a little messy mm-hmm, here. Mm-hmm, get messy. I was in the back of the theater, as you mentioned, ru- running, <laughs> running the show, a camera and. I saw Greg Fitzsimmons very clearly. He was kind of off in the back to the right of me. And so I could see him like directly to my right. And I was appalled at his fan participation. He said he was very excited to watch the Angoras live and yada yada. So they finished their first song. I expect him to hoot and holler and clap and give them a standing O. He sat there like a fucking gargoyle. Not a fucking ounce of energy added to anything. And then after like the second song, he clapped a bit. And I was like, come on, guy. I was telling you, Lisa, if someone was in his comedy show crowd and did the same thing he did, he would probably mention it. Like, what, did you come here to fucking be a bump on a log, pal? Get involved. I wanted to throw something at him. Fuck you, Greg. You suck. (laughs) Said it before. And you'll say it again. Exactly. It sounds like a Tim Tam slam, like a a one bagger. What'd you call it? Speed quick bagger. Quick bagger. <laughs> I wish when I went I'm to pretty the grocery hip. store, I'd get a speed a quick bagger. <laughs> Never happens though. <laughs> oh, Jesus. oh, I'm sorry. Dragging us down. Dragging us down <laughs> once again. <laughs> um, the, Allison also mentioned the fact that Sketchfest is super or- well organized, and it is shocking that that can they can have that many shows over that amount of time and over in that many different venues and have it run so smoothly. It's pretty amazing. Uh, it, I, I guess it runs smoothly. I don't know. I don't perform there, but I will say their security could probably be upped a bit because when I showed up to help Megan with this camera stitch, I just showed up and they were like, are you here for the show? And I was like, well, yeah, but I'm supposed to be helping with a camera. 
And then they were like, they kind of looked at each other and they were like, uh, yeah, okay. All right. <laughs> and then they're like, yeah, a girl just came with the camera. And I was like, oh yeah, short girl, Megan. Yeah. And then they let me in. That was that it. Was it. Yeah. So I have to say, I'm with short girl, Megan. I feel like oh yeah, pretty much everywhere, like if you just act like you're there for yeah. something, they just will let you in. That's how it was when I went to go see Al- the live Childish. I walked in there and they're like, oh, you're here for the show? And I'm like, yeah, they're like, it's downstairs. And I walked down and it was like this private studio. I'm like, oh, they think I'm here to perform <laughs> or record a show? Okay. And that's happened more than once. That happened at another place too. And they're like, oh, you're here to do the show. Oh, is that... um. Podfest, I think. At the Biltmore. They're like, oh, you're here for the show? I'm like, yeah. I'm going to start carrying like a Pelican case that's empty. <laughs> and then I'm just going to be like, here for the show. I'm, I'm doing the sound. I'm doing the... I'm here with the lights. I'm going to call you I'm Pelican just... Brief. <laughs> oh, <boy. laughs> so uh, on after her show, I heard them talking about going to the Old Ship Saloon, which is where we had gone the night before. And I thought we could very easily just go run into them and hang out with them and have drinks with them. But once again, as I said, I just really wanted to record with people and I liked that people made themselves available. So I recorded with Luke after and then I recorded with Trice and with Megan and Megan literally was tucked in bed as we recorded. So I got a little video of that Um, and Trice brought a chat snack that we tried. So there's a a little video of that as well. But anyway, when the Sketchfest shows um, air, we're going to have a lot of a lot of fun content for me to weed through <laughs> no it's all gonna be good and um, i'm excited about that also did i mention on here already that i have a baby shirts like two baby shirts that have the logo i designed I that i'm trying so. to get rid of you are uh if you have a very tiny dog that could use an aryan boyfriend shirt uh holler at me as well okay or if you just want a weird baby sized shirt for some reason, like you're going to put on a stuffed teddy bear or something. <laughs> or something Ooh, weird. Maybe it'll fit on your Squirtle. Oh, I bet it will. It's a sexual thing. It's literally <laughs> a stuffed animal of Squirtle. I think I rented that movie. So, <laughs> do you have, did you want to, do you have anything you want to talk about? Your Sketchfest experiences or anything else from Thursday? No, I just, as you were talking, I just added my yeah. experience. So, no. We're good. And I'm sure once it, comes around we'll think yeah, of some we'll more stuff that. and because i didn't get to record with you while we were there and i thought well i'm sure you'll remember we see each other i uh, know we see each other in a lot of parking lots <laughs> and it is not uh as dirty as that sounded lisa i know just... and speaking of meeting up in parking lots shout out to you bruce by don we've been meaning to meet up for some beer and uh it'll happen at some point we probably could have met here because i think he lives in a city closer to this <laughs> um, but uh, maybe he'll come to the group recording that would be awesome and hopefully not leave before I show up again I know I well, he, he got to see the Burr Tacos and then he was, he was out <laughs> shout out to Jeff we get a I know no, we don't need more we Burr don't tacos. we don't no oh okay um, but we need Jeff sure and a Burr Taco that could be the third layer it's like a real turducken okay so um. If you'd like to be on the show, email BFFancast at gmail.com. Follow the show on Twitter, BFFancast. Follow me at BFF Lisa Lowry. And if you want to join the group recording, hit us up. Come over to my house. You don't have to record. You can just witness all the magic. Well, Rafi, where can we find you? Don't bother. Unless it has to do with tiny size t-shirts oh. or... <laughs> okay. Um, BFFs, did I mention you're the fucking best? Thank you and good midday in a parking lot. <laughs> <laughs>